Hello, Integrity Church, or whoever out there who's listening. My name is Ben Tugwell, and this is the Mature and Multiply podcast. Today is Thursday, and it's April 9th, and it's the week of the Passion. So how we remember Christ's death and resurrection. It's a wonderful time to reflect and remember and thank God for all of His grace in our lives. It's also a time to reflect on our own lives, uh, where we're at spiritually, where we're at emotionally, where we're at in this season of life as we face a global pandemic, I hope that you can find encouragement in the gospel today. We'll be in First Peter chapter 3 as we've gone through the book of First Peter for the last couple of weeks. I want to bring your attention to just one verse. So if you have your Bible, turn to First Peter 3 and we'll look at verse 18. It says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. Do you ever get into a place in your life where you wonder if Christ doesn't love you fully, that maybe he loves a version of you that's more put together, more spiritual, more disciplined, more patient, more self-controlled, more, more joyful, less anxious, less fearful. Well, perhaps in that place, this verse can be a comfort for you. Peter is talking to a group of believers who've been scattered, who've been persecuted, who've been through hardships, and they're asking for questions. They want to know why a sovereign God would allow them to face suffering. And so God reminds them that their suffering is for righteousness sake. It's for their good. It's for them to know who Christ is. And then in the midst of that, Peter reminds them that Christ also suffered on their behalf and that he died once for all sin, for the righteous and for the unrighteous, for all of us, for the Jew, for the Gentile, for the world. And in the midst of this, he's not saying that he loves a version of you that's more put together. It's not that God withholds his love from us and gives it to us incrementally as we mature, as, as we develop as Christians. In fact, this is the very opposite in the way that he begins this letter in 1 Peter. Remember back in verse 1 and verses 1 and 2, he reminds them that they are elect exiles. And then he goes on in verse 2, he says, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with His blood. Now, there's a lot of debate on what it means that God chose us by His foreknowledge, that He elected us by His foreknowledge. Some would say that He looked through the corridor of time and He saw that we would choose Him or He saw our future righteousness or He saw our future performance, and he chose us based on that. But that's just not what the Bible says. In fact, that's not even what Jesus says to his disciples. Jesus told his disciples, you didn't choose me, but I chose you, that you would go and bear fruit. And so what Peter's saying here is he chose us based on his foreknowledge is that, yes, God did look through the corridor of time, but he looked through the corridor of time and he saw sinners like us in need of a savior. He chose us even though we were sinners. Christ still chose us. And then 
He died for us. And so if you go to 1 Peter chapter 3, with all of that in mind, for Christ also suffered once for sin. That means, yes, he chose you, he knew you, he died for you. He died for you before you were even born. He died for you and he knew you as he says to the prophet Jeremiah, I knew you in your mother's womb. I died for you then. So in other words, when we were born, Christ had this plan that we would repent of our sins and we would believe in the gospel. And we would believe that what Christ did 2,000 years ago on Good Friday, that his sacrifice was for my sin, past, present, and future. This means that he doesn't love a future version of you more than he does right now. Let that sink in. He sacrificed once for all sin. When he sacrificed himself, it ended all other sacrifices. That means that there's no more sacrifices to be done to earn the favor of God, to earn the love of God. It was all done through Jesus's sacrifice on the cross. So I hope that in this season, maybe even in the seasons that you have where you believe that God will love a future version of you more, a more put together, a more disciplined, a more mature version. No, he loves you at the point that he knew you before the foundation of the world, completely loved you. And that's why he sent his son to die. So perhaps in this season of the Passion Week, you would take time and reflect on this truth that God loves you as you are. He loves you completely as a perfect father would love his son or his daughter. Well, I hope this truth can carry you in the days ahead, and I hope you have a wonderful Easter weekend. Go in peace.